thoughts and ideas you hear on this show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We are just two guys hanging out talking about food. Enjoy the show. What up, everybody? This is Tasty 219, Season 3, Episode 3. Is that right? Season Three, episode three. Very cool. My name is Larry, and I am here, per usual, with Greg. And we are taping live in Madariville, Indiana, at the new Peak Honky Tonk Saloon. And we have the owner as the guest with us today, Jeremy. And I'll let you pronounce your last name. Last name is Pulisi. Okay, I would have never got that right. <laughs> and that's Italian, right? Yes. All right, very good. So, you needed confirmation that that was Italian? <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. Cool. So we are here. Uh, we, we found this uh, establishment uh, last week. We were cordially invited by Jeremy to come back, and we are here tonight with him. He's going to bring us to um, Madariville, Indiana, why he's opened up here, um, Tell us about the food. Tell us about your establishment. We have some questions for you. Outstanding. Really great to have you guys here, and I'm really happy to be on the show. Very good. Thanks, man. I'm stoked about this. Also, we are on location in a bar. I've never been able to smoke a cigarette during an episode of this show, so this is huge (laughs) for me. I'm uh, very interested in this. I'm also getting cigarette smoke onto my windscreen and my microphone, so that's a little bit of a bummer, but (laughs) worth it. Yes, it is. Thank you very much for your hospitality. So, what's up? Madariville. Madariville. Why why did you choose Madariville? Well, to be honest, I didn't choose Madariville. I think Madariville chose us. Oh, cool. We actually live uh, about seven miles away. Um, We have a small little hobby farm uh, where we like to ride dirt bikes, you know, and do some gardening. Uh, my wife's got a beautiful garden over there and, you know, have big bonfires and blow stuff up every now and then. So, um, country stuff. Very, very country stuff, you know. And, very cool. And we're in an area called Bailey's Corner, which okay. is rather infamous for the area. has a long history of being a um, kind of an outlaw, you know, rough area, you know, sure. back in the day. Um, and has really progressed into just being kind of a... <coughs> community of great people, you know, living out in the country and loving life. Yeah. Um, and so we've been out there now for about five years. And we had never come to Madariville in that five years because there's not really much here. Sure. Um, we came to get gas at the Family Express, right? You know, and, and there's a restaurant on 421 called Anita's that we've been to. Uh, but typically we'd go to Rensselaer. Sure. Which is about 25 minutes away. And one day last year, we noticed on Facebook that a bakery had opened here in Madariville, right here on Main Street. And who doesn't like fresh donuts? Right. Fair you know? So Fair. the next day, I told my wife, I said, this weekend, we're going to go to the Madariville Bakery and we're going to get some donuts. And we sat over there and we had some donuts and some coffee and some breakfast. And uh, we saw the bar was for sale. And that just, for some reason, got me thinking. Sure. You know, maybe this is our next opportunity. So it really is... It really is Madariville called to us. Nice. You know, and we came here that weekend and... Oh, this is awesome. We had uh, had some dinner. We met some people. We made some great friends. And it was from that point on that I started thinking about this, really dreaming about this, right? Like, what could we do with it? 
and uh, and what you're going to taste tonight is what we've done. And now, do you have partners, or are you a sole owner? Well, no. So, for the record, I'm the manager. Okay. Uh, my wife is the owner. Oh. oh. That's right. So, I work for her. Uh, Very along, cool. Along with another friend of ours, uh, Andre, who is an anesthesiologist in Chicago. Oh, my. And uh, so, they actually own the business. I sure. Gotcha. And then Andre and I own the real estate. Okay. So, that's kind of how it, how it kind of came together. Sure. Um, so the three of us together have been able to kind of leverage our own individual experience, our own vision for what we want this to be, and really turn it into what it is today, which is just a rock-solid place for good eats, you know, great drinks, and spending time with some awesome people. Absolutely. So now is that the picture that's on your website, the three people? Yeah, that picture was uh, taken on day one. Did not nice. prepare for it, didn't plan it. You know, I just said, "Hey guys, we it's for prosperity. We got to get a posterity. We got to get a picture." We all walked outside under the tradition, the, the original peak sign, sure, and took a picture. And do you know why it's called the peak? I expected it to be on top of a hill, but it's really not. No, it's not. Everything out here is Indiana is pretty flat. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and the original name is it's and has been called for many years is the Peak Inn. Okay. So as you guys know, back in the day where you have an inn, an inn was like a traditional eating establishment. Sure. So, um, we, and everybody kept asking us, where's the inn? Where do you stay when you're here? And so the name itself really didn't, oh, sick. didn't really uh, describe the place properly. And so what we did is we, when we bought it, we rebranded it as the Peak Honky Tonk Saloon. Yes. Because what, what does Indiana need, especially this part of Indiana, need more than a traditional honky-tonk? Right. So Fair enough. Yeah, that's valid. We got great beers, we got great liquors, and we got phenomenal smoked meats and fried food. Um, and we also occasionally get a great band. It's cool. To play live music. Last week, uh, we had a band called Guitars and Cadillacs, which is about as honky-tonk as it gets. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. You know, and every couple weeks, and we'll grow into having more music on the weekends, but... Um, you know, the live music combined with the great food, with all the great people, it's just been a treat to be here. And it's, it's really been an adventure that, uh, that we've enjoyed thus far. <laughs> There's so much food here Holy right cow. now. Holy cow. Who is that all for? Well, this is just the first <laughs> round, guys. I thought we were going to start out with some appetizers. Okay? Let's go. So let's, enough about me. Enough about, let's just talk about the food, right? Because that's what we're here to do. So what we have here is this is one of the brand new appetizers that we have on the menu called our gnarly nachos. Hell and yeah, I'm a big user of the word gnarly. So all this right. is So we got sick. some plates. We got some, just dig in, guys, because I'm going to tell you these are these are home fried flour tortillas that we do right here. Wow, okay. very cool. And then we a have a whole ass basket of this. We have three different types here. You can get them with the chili, which is what you have right there. Okay, and then you can also get them with our pulled pork, mm. which is what I'm going to oh, give you. Oh, these are right all here. different. They're all different. Oh, and this right here, this is these are our gnarly nachos that come with our brisket. So you get a choice of gnarly nachos, which makes it even all the more gnarly. For for you listeners, Larry and I both just sat back in our chairs and were like, we don't know which ones to Mm -hmm. try. Well, you should try all three because each one of them are amazing. These chips are fantastic. The chips themselves are fantastic. So the chips are hot, lightly salted. That's kind of why we do them here. Mm-hmm. And then each one of them comes with your choice of meat. We got some black olives, onions, jalapenos. Nacho cheese, and then we finish it off with some sour cream. Mm. 
<laughs> Those are good. And you're starting off with the chili, which is a sriracha, sweet sriracha chili. But make sure you try the pork. The, I'm the gonna try all this brisket. What do you I, have right now? Um, I had the pulled pork. I think. Yeah. Swap me something. Here we go. Try. But, but I tried this. Um, Chili last week. Yes. As my appetizer. Yes. And I'll tell you what, I'm a baby when it comes to heat, but that really was are. perfect for me. It was a perfect blend of sweet and spicy. And that's great to hear because I didn't want to, I don't want to do traditional. I want to do something different. There's probably, you know, 10 or 15 different places where you can go get really good chili, whether it's, you know, like a Western style, right, or a Tex Mex or something like that. This is a little bit different. It's got the mm -hmm. sweet sriracha. Like you just described, and if you eat it alone by itself, it's fantastic. But yeah. if you put it on some hot nacho chips and cover it with nacho cheese and sour cream, it's even better. I'll show you my notes, Even I, I put, I asterisked it, and I said sweet heat with a heart next to it. Yeah. There um, are chunks of brisket on here bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love the chunky cut of onions that was served yeah. with it. It was just like, it was substantial. It was so good. Oh my so god, good. these are amazing. <laughs> Have you had the brisket ones yet? <laughs> okay, Larry, the brisket, yeah. Larry's not going to be talking in this episode. No. He is filling his mouth as we speak. <laughs> yeah, why the hell aren't you? There's three kinds of incredible nachos in front yeah, of you. Eat some, man. I hope you don't mind some chips because I eat here every day and I still love it. So I'm going to eat yeah. one of these right here. Yeah, those are really good. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oh, damn. Yeah. This is awesome. Now explain mm. explain the two for one um, meat special that you have on Wednesday nights. Well, we have a food and beverage special almost every night. Okay. Okay. So on Monday nights, um, yeah, Monday nights is our game night. Okay. So we have a lot of our local clientele likes to come in here and play euchre. They've been doing it for many years. I love euchre. There you go. So yeah, you do. That's you your can thing. come in and you can play euchre, and then we also have free pool and free darts. Wow. But then we also do our our gnarly nachos as the special for the evening, and you get gnarly nachos for five bucks. Wow. And then we combine that with two dollar domestic bottles. Not okay? bad. Not bad at all. Oh, thank you so much. Another beer for you. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're all laughing. I'm dead serious. <laughs> this is incredible. So Tuesday night is actually our apps and taps night. So you get $5 uh, fried chicken appetizers, and you also get a $10 whole chicken. And then you also get... A whole chicken for $10? Whole, whole chicken for 10 <laughs> And then you also get $5 uh, pitchers, draft wow. pitchers. Damn. Okay, so that's Tuesday. And then on Wednesday night, this is our bike night. So we are a uh, motorcycle destination, sure. right? Because where we are in Madariaville, all roads in Indiana eventually lead to the peak. Sure. So we get riders that come from all over. If it wasn't raining tonight, this would be bike night. So we would ride to another local bar, you know, hang out, have a couple drinks, maybe something to eat, and then we'd come back here to the peak for two-for-one smoked meats. And that means you get basically twice the meat for half the price. So you can come in and get a half a pound of brisket for the price of a quarter pound. You get a full pound of ribs for the price of a half pound. And nice. then we pair that on Wednesday nights with a bourbon feature, okay. right? So you can either get a $5 bourbon flight, which we're going to taste here tonight, some really great bourbons. Um, or if you prefer, you could just get a single bourbon pour for five bucks. Sure. Wow. Wow. And then um, Thursday night we're still working on because we're thinking about bringing in a GJ and some karaoke. Uh, but then Friday night is our fish fry special. 
This bar has been known for many, many years as uh, a location where you get great fried fish. So we do the perch, we do catfish, smelt, frog legs, which were amazing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's that's our Friday night food special uh, as well. The two of us are, I guess, decent. No, I wouldn't say we're well-known for this, but I guess amongst everyone we know, we're very well known for during Lent. We uh, we go to a different church every week yeah. for just to <laughs> go to a different fish fry because it's something we love. So uh, we will we are coming to this one probably during, a bunch of times during Lent this year. We'll have uh, sausage and we'll have uh, pepper and eggs rather. Pepper and egg sandwiches oh. are something that we traditionally eat during Lent. Sure. I think I make a mean pepper and egg with fresh garlic. That's right? cool as hell, this. actually. Yeah. So we'll do pepper and egg sandwiches. Um, you know, next Lent. Yeah, that's super interesting. I really don't hear anyone utilizing eggs during Lent. That's cool. It's kind of a Chicago thing, I think. I, sure. I think you're right. Again, we are at the Peak Honky Tonk Saloon. That's at 503 East Main Street in Madaryville, Indiana. Their website is thepeakhonkytonk.com. And now I have a question about your hours because mm-hmm. the website didn't quite match the Facebook page. Right. So... Social when, media is always easier to update than a website. I get it. <laughs> yeah, so for people like us that are traveling, what what exactly are your hours here? So we're open Monday through Thursday, 3 to about 11 or 12 o'clock. Okay. And then on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we open at noon. Cool. But the kitchen, and the reason it differs is because the website focuses on the kitchen hours, okay. and the kitchen for dinner service opens at 4. Okay. So we have bar eats. Sure. During the day. So bar eats start when we open, which Just is like usually... deep fryer stuff. Cheese curds. Um, uh, what do you call those things? Mozzarella sticks. Sure, sure. Right? B- uh, battered mushrooms. Um, and then we have two sandwiches you can get for bar eats. We got the uh, breaded Hoosier-style pork tenderloin, and then we also have our three-quarter pound hand spank burger. Very right? cool. And then our dinner menu opens all seven days a week at 4 o'clock. Okay. Awesome. Uh, that makes a lot of sense, though. That's smart. And you brought up another question that I had uh, prepared. Um, on your uh, website or a Facebook page, you mentioned a famous three-quarter pound yeah. hand spanked yeah. burger. Yeah. And when we left here last week, we threw a blurb out on our socials that said we might have found a hidden gem in Madariaville. And uh, a listener of ours um, messaged us and said was your burger hand spanked and Larry and I kind of looked at so each what, other what are you and, talking about yeah, what does that mean uh, I don't think so we had no idea what that means so if you could like bring us up to speed on what that is so the hand spanked burger was a staple at the peak when we bought it sure. and has been a staple for a very long time and it, first of all it's three quarters of a pound it's fresh ground beef and we make the patties here in house now, Hell yeah. Yeah. And, Where do you get your beef from? And they're delicious. All of our meat comes from our primary meat supplier, which is Cisco Corporation. Oh, right on. They have a meat operation facility sure. in Ohio. And we only buy, you know, top cuts and top choice meats. Sure. Because I want the meat to speak for itself. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah, we, we bring the ground beef in here ourselves. That um, used to be a little bit more hand spanked than it is now because they all used to be hand pressed. Okay. Right? With a, with a spatula. Okay. Really. And sure, what sure. it gives you is like a thin, you know, kind of seven and a half or eight inch patty. Oh, kind of like shoops then? Much bigger though. Okay. Much bigger. Yeah. Um, and eight it, inch burger patty is yeah. wild. Yeah. <laughs> That's and cool. Put that, we put that on a flame broiled grill and, and we sizzle it up real nice. Um, recently, we've actually got a press 
that allows us to be a little bit more consistent and uniform with the burger because sometimes they, they wouldn't be packed right and they'd fall apart. And we want everybody fair, to, we fair. want everybody to have you know a burger that they can enjoy. It's not going to be you know a mess and fall apart. So right on. Um, I wish I could say that each one of them was spanked. You know, a little bit, but we treat all our meat with tender, loving care here at the peak. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're ready for the next round. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Wait a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy the nacho. You gotta wait a little bit. Yeah. Um, and who oh, do we have that's bringing out these this delicious treats? This is my lo lovely wife, Angela, the love of my life. Very cool. Oh, Who's this is come the owner. This is yeah. the actual <laughs> owner. This is the boss. This is who we all work for. Tonight she's working in the kitchen a little bit, and she's serving some of our tables. Looks like we got about four or five tables out there. Seven tables out there. So it's, uh, yeah, even though it's raining and we're not riding tonight, it's sure. bike night. So It's very uh, cool to see someone who owns a restaurant doing, like, the stuff because yeah, I work exactly. I work part time at a restaurant and uh, the owner's there a lot. I, well, I shouldn't say he doesn't do much because he does a shit ton actually. So I'll redact that. And he's uh, a good friend of mine, so I better watch it. <laughs> we appreciate you having us out. You're welcome. Thank you guys for coming. Yeah, this is so much fun. I'm, yeah. I've been so psyched on this for days. <laughs> well, it sounds like we have a little bit of a delay in the next round. So how about we get into a little bourbon? While we're here? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Uh, I guess since we're sampling bourbon, you want to shout out to Mike's One Basement because this is kind of their thing? That's exactly right. Uh, as our listeners know, we kind of have a, a buddy podcast, uh, Two Mike's One Basement. and Does it count as a buddy podcast if one of them is your kid? Oh, uh, sure. Okay, well, what up, guys? <laughs> Haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're doing well. Let's get together soon and drink some bourbon. Yeah, I think you guys need Shit, to come. Are they far from here? Why don't y'all come out? Well, John's out of town, but Devin might be home. But uh, yeah, you you guys need to come down here and try this. And you said the bourbon flight. That's right. Three different types. Did you say? Right. So we have a bourbon flight, which is actually a special on Wednesday night for bike nights. Cool. And you can come in and taste three different bourbons. Half an ounce each. I've poured us a little bit more than that because right we're on. gonna have a good time tonight. <laughs> I um, wouldn't expect like when I walk into a place like this and I catch the vibe <coughs> in here and I see bourbon flight on the menu. I'm like this place has a bourbon flight. We that's yeah. all, I love that. So we just actually added. I mean, three weeks ago we added a top shelf bourbon selection, right? And we also Shit, added yeah. a top shelf tequila selection. That's your thing. You yeah. love tequila. So we could do bourbon flights. We could do tequila flights. We're going to taste some amazing bourbon here tonight because that's tonight's special. But, I mean, I have I have some of the best tequilas that you can possibly get in the world here as well. Yeah, we saw that list last week. Yeah. I remember amazing. it's like they, there was like a, a sheet of right. tequila list. Like, blah, blah. I'm falling over my words. There was a list of tequila inside the menu, and I looked at them like, they have this here? Oh, yeah. What and the I, hell? The Reserva de Familia. That we is, got the Casamigos. Uh, we, have, we have Casamigos at where I work, but I, I, I guess for a lack of a better term, I work at like a, a bougie taco place. I work at Ricochet. Okay, I've heard of that, oh. yeah. And, uh, you have never mentioned I've that ne on air before. I've never mentioned it on air. Everyone knows that work. Hey, everybody, I work at Ricochet Tacos at Crown Point on Thursday and Sunday. Come see me. Um... <laughs> but uh, we do, we have a lot of upscale tequila, but it's kind of, uh, I guess it's on brand for something like that. But uh, I love that you have that shit here. That is so cool. It's yeah. super just like a 
pleasant surprise. Yeah. Love that. Something that I really loved was, you know, me and my tequila shots. I ha- I love them iced, and they did not bat an eye when I asked for shots iced last True, night. True, you ask a bartender sometimes to chill the tequila, and they're like, fine. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, do your fucking job. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you, the, so their job is to do what you want. Yeah. Right? And Cheers. And, the Cheers, service guys. was awesome. So this is an Angel's Envy, right? This is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in port wine barrels. Ooh. I will be uh, really impressed with you, Greg, if you can knock that whole thing back. Yeah, mine in the future have to be a lot smaller. Well, that's only like <laughs> a half, maybe, all right, maybe a little more than a half ounce I gave you. We do tend to pour a little heavy here at the peak. Oh, God, but that is good. And that Isn't is that good? Easy. How you doing, man? You okay? Yep, easy like Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> With a water back, that's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, thank but you. But no, nice and smooth, and then save a little bit of that, right? Because when you oh, have... Uh, when I, uh, I totally did the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have more. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, when we get some smoked meats out here, right? When, oh, the sure. The reason I want to do it is because when you pair it with the brisket, you pair it with the ribs, and then especially with the burn ends... Right, which are a little fattier. Yeah. Those bird ends were phenomenal last week. We got... We're going to be asking where the inn is by the end of the night, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, yeah, i got to work tomorrow morning, too. Well, as long as you don't mind futon, we're seven minutes away. Um, oh, man, you know what? It's fine. I'm, I'll do anything, man. I'm down to hang out. I'm having a great time. I had a rough day at work today, too, so this is, uh, this is awesome. <laughs> so we want to move on to... I want to bring up... Um, some of the comments um, or reviews that have been left on your socials, and there's always a common thread. The food is good to excellent. Uh, people want to come in. I can and, stand by that. Yeah, and they want to take it home. And uh, But the common thread is when they walk in the door that they don't feel welcome. Right. And that isn't from the staff itself, but it's the clientele. Right. You want to address that a little bit, and then I'm going to yeah, follow you know, up. We've only had the place for about six months now. Sure. And just in this last six months, we've done a complete 180 on the type of service we offer. Um, you know, in the afternoon and on some days during the week, you get a bunch of guys, everybody's sitting at the bar, everybody's talking, and a new person walks in, everybody turns around and looks at them, and then goes back to what they're doing. And not the most inviting yeah. environment, right? Yeah. Everybody who walks into this place should be greeted. And when you guys walked in last week, you encountered Courtney, who has not only our best bartender, but one of the best people I've ever met in the world. Yeah, shout out, Courtney. Great. She was sick, man. She's awesome. And she was sick when we walked in. She walked in. She's like, hey, y'all. She's like, dude, she's yeah. tight, dude. So those comments don't get left when Courtney works here. And we have gone through, we just hired a new bar manager. We're going through a training process to make sure that, first and foremost, everybody gets greeted when they walk in the front door, and they're welcomed. Right, we have plenty of tables where they can choose a table or come sit at the bar, right? And and so what we want to do is we want to convey the family atmosphere that we have with our local crowd with anybody who's not familiar with us. Sure. The only Very time, cool. yeah, the only time you, you you would feel like that is if you're new. Everybody else is, hey, how you doing? Great to see you again. We get a lot of regulars that come in. We get a lot of people from the community. You know, these are people that we've gotten to know, right, as friends. And a lot of them have just become really part of our family. Sure. You know, you know? so if, if you've ever had that experience, give us another chance. We're always trying to make things better. Well, like I told you earlier, and I had messaged you on uh, Messenger, um, we did not uh, receive that 
poor welcome. We received the opposite. We felt like we had lived here all our lives. Uh, customers were pointing us to the directions of the bathroom because they could tell we were looking for right, it. Right. Um, uh, people, you know, they were friendly. They smiled. And, yeah. Um, yeah. That's they, cool. They kept, uh, yeah, talking to us throughout the whole night. And um, even the gentleman that was cooking the food, he came out when he brought us the James. food. Yes. What up, James? James is a rock star. He was explaining what he was bringing out, and you could tell he was proud of what he was serving. He should have been. That was delicious. You know, I have to tell you, I am. So James is one of our cooks here, and his mom, Stephanie, is also a cook here. Is so she the I'm, one that I met the one back cooking there? tonight. And both of them have, first of all, they put up with me, right? Because <laughs> this is how I wanted the food to be, right? But they have done such an amazing job. It's been such a hard, a lot of hard work for them because they do all the food. We're no longer just a freezer to fryer operation. We cook food here now. I love that terminology, freezer to fryer. Yeah. No, but that's like, that's a, a real thing for a lot of Bars, yeah, yeah especially, especially bars, small bars, yeah. right? Yeah, that's the thing for staff, most bars, honestly. You don't have a big kitchen. The first thing we did is we completely rebuilt the kitchen, right? So we went from freezers and fryers to more of a, a very efficient commercial style operation where you know we can do griddle and saute along with our broiler, right? And then we also have a hot table and a cold table. So when we get the food in, right, we take it to our prep area, everything is prepped, sure, and then it's brought out to the front. Right to be assembled into the delicious meals that you guys are going to have tonight. God, this is awesome. Do you I always that get that this. warm feeling inside your stomach when you do bourbon? Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, Greg, tell us you've never shot bourbon without telling us you've never shot bourbon. <laughs> it just it warms up your like. You ever seen Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? And there was that hammered ass Santa, and he's like, "A guy's got to do something to keep warm." He's drinking bourbon because it keeps you warm. I love Christmas time. Sorry, well, I'm going to finish my bourbon. You guys shot that. I'm a sipper. We did because we don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so, I love alcohol. That's why I did it. You so, want any more? Uh, so we can it. move on to another one when the next course gets here. It's yeah, up to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you do your whole thing? I did because oh. I didn't know any better. Oh, because um, you want a little more. What would tell you that? So, Jer <laughs> Jeremy, you talked about. Um, this being a family environment. It's currently just for 21 and older, though, yes. right? Yes. Sure. And, and are there plans that you have down the road for family families to come in and eat? Well, we've thought about it. You know, we, um, like I said before, we've owned this facility Ooh, now good. for the last six months. And we are currently in the process of buying the building next door um, so we can expand. And awesome. we're looking at different options for that. Um, we thought about making that more of like a band area, right? So you could put, you know, more music over there and have more of a dance floor and then another bar in the back to serve our beer garden. But the family dining option is something that we're really considering because we can separate it, right, from the rest of the bar. We can make it smoke-free. And then when we would be able to have a place for those under 21 to be able to visit. Absolutely. So it's... There's a there's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of different things. Sure, sure. Do. Now this room that we're sitting in now, it looks like you have uh, maybe some entertainment here. Yeah. Or does the crowd get big enough on Friday and Saturday nights that you have people here? Well, a little bit of both, really. So we have we have the 
the stage room is what we call it. Okay. Right. We have a stage a up there room, for the bands, actually. and we've had some big bands come in here. Um, our grand reopening on February sixth, uh, we had a band from Northwest Indiana called Chester Brown. Okay. Sure. You know Chester Brown? Yes. I've been playing music throughout Northwest Indiana for 20 years. So I think Chester Brown is one of the greatest bands in the world. I may be a little bit... Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for after my second bourbon? <laughs> I may be a little biased because my brother is the bass player in Chester Brown. Oh, oh cool. And so it, it, I mean, and they've been around for 20 years, and I said, if I'm opening up a bar, and this is our grand reopening, I have sure. to have them play. Of course. And we had them out. Talk about an awesome show, packed night, record sales. It was just one of the greatest nights we've had. Yeah. I've and, been in, like, punk rock and hardcore bands for most of my life, and I've played at a shit ton of dive bars. Yeah. And this room is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you, get, you don't have to have a lot of equipment. You put your band right up there on stage. And then what we do is we have tables, right? Sure. People want to sit. Um, last week or two weeks ago, we had a band from North Jetson called Guitars and Cadillacs. Is that right? a Dwight Yoakam song? Uh, yeah, or one, yeah. one of them? So. Yeah. And, and they played it. Cadillacs. Yeah. That's the one. Hillbilly yeah. music. That's yeah. enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, in true honky tonk form. And then a couple weeks before that, we had a contemporary rock, you know, classic rock band. Sure. So, you know, we're trying to get a variety of bands. We're trying to have music at least once, if not twice a month right now. And Very cool. And our goal is to be able to expand that, you know, later on in the summer to the beer garden. You know, yeah, and, yeah. And maybe even in next year to have more bands, you know, like maybe every weekend. That would be awesome. That it's is really awesome. a great place to come listen to music. Um, most of the people, they have their own sound team. So they, sure. can, they can tune the band and make sure it fits the room. And, and That uh, can be a, a nightmare. So yeah, having absolutely. someone to do that with you, awesome. So, yeah, it's been great. What has been the response from the community and the town management? Oh, it's been, it's been nothing but fabulous. You know, the, the people who have been coming to this bar for a long time, you know, I look at it, this is their house. You know, this is their bar. And I really want it to remain a local bar. That's so respectable. Yeah. I want to make sure that, you know, if you were coming in here last year, I want to make sure you're comfortable coming in here today. You know, so we haven't changed much in terms of the building. You know, the peak or the peak honky tonk saloon. You know, we're trying to get it just a little bit more of a vibe, right? But I mean, we still have the same beers we had before. Sure. Right. We sure. have we have some customers that will only drink certain things, right? And when I had to pare down some beers to make room, I kept some of those, right? So we have one. Right. Right. We have one guy who comes in. He only drinks Budweiser out of a can. That so, absolutely checks out. So I make sure that I have Budweiser can for him. Yeah. You know, we have we have one young lady who comes in and uh, drinks uh, Budweiser Select. Sure. Right? So I always make sure I have that for her. God, but that's other cool. Other than that, you know, like we have your traditional, you know, Bud and Bud Light, Miller, Miller Light. Um, we have some new IPAs that we've added to the bar. I've had uh, two of them. You've had two of them tonight. Actually, yeah. It's a... Uh it's a neon bear hug by Goose Island, and yeah. it's seven percent, which yeah. is tight. And uh, it's got a bear wearing shades on the can, and that's <laughs> yeah. super cool. Yeah. So we added that. I got some uh, Heineken, some Stella, a couple more, you know, imports. I have Modelo, Modelo Negra, um, and Corona. You know, some staples. Sure, um, sure. But you know, we're also like I kept the um, the uh, the PBR. Right? Oh yeah, you got some old school beers. <laughs> right? I still got the high life. Right? We, we go through a lot of bush light. We go through a lot of Bud Light. 
Uh, but I believe that. Mike's Lemonade. I got the uh, the Trulies and the, the Hard Seltzers now. Um, I don't want to be such a fan of those, like, Trulies and White Claws, but it, they make it really hard to not love them. They're great for breakfast. You know, if you want to stay hydrated. <laughs> fucking right on. You know? I don't know if I've ever said fuck on this show, and I'm sorry, but I've never agreed with something more in my life. Well, we're getting ready. One of the new additions to the menu we'll be doing this summer is kind of like a Sunday biker brunch. Oh, cool. And and that's important to make sure you have beverages for breakfast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll be doing like some. Like bloodies and stuff? We'll be doing fat-ass bloodies that come served with like a slider on top. Hell yeah. Right? We're going to be doing mimosas by the pitcher. Um, and then we're going to we're gonna have some great food. You know, we'll have chili quiles. We'll have Elvis French toast, some road rash omelets and skillets and, and some stuff like that. Just a really great, simple Sunday brunch menu. Because the other two restaurants that are here in town are not open on Sundays. That makes sense. So we'll you open see it. that a lot in yeah. small towns. Yeah. So we'll have we'll start brunch at 10 a.m. I'm calling it our biker brunch because you know when you're when you like to ride motorcycles, right? You like to ride somewhere. Maybe it's just me and my wife. We like to ride somewhere. We like to eat. We like to be comfortable, right? And we like to ride back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Of course. My mom and dad used to do that a lot. Yeah, we um, when we were doing a lot of cycling a couple summers ago, that was a and, thing. And to say cycling, you, we were on bicycles. We were on as bicycles opposed to motorcycles. So. Yeah, but um, you you know ride your bicycle twenty miles, and you're like, shit, I need something to eat, and I need a beer. Where is that happening? So. So are you good at updating your socials when when you roll this brunch out? Will people know that you're Absolutely. doing it? Absolutely. I'm, I post on Facebook. I try to every day because nice. every day I try to reach a new wider audience with our specials. Sure. Um, you know, we also catch capture some some really great moments, you know, here in the bar with some of our regulars. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll throw some pictures up there. Um, the last two bands we've had, I've done a live stream. Which oh, is really cool. cool. I've never done that before. And then and somebody came in and they're like, yeah, we were on Facebook. We saw you. Were, we're driving home. We know we passed the peak. We've never been there. But we saw that you were doing a live stream with a band. So we decided to come in. Nice. And, and, and stuff works. It works. And it, it just gives us a chance to get the brand, the food, kind of the atmosphere out in front of more people. And so I'm always on Facebook, probably our number one medium that we advertise on, really, sure. is Facebook. Yeah. Angela's bringing more food, guys. Yeah. we got to make room. I would think <laughs> the one, well, the one I use the most for sure, I know you do the Facebook, but I am pretty heavy with doing Instagram. Oh, God, this is amazing. So these are our sides here. We're going to have, I think, chicken's coming up, we right, honey? fried chicken. Oh, wow. We got Look fried chicken. Shout out my mom. Oh, mm-hmm. I tell you what, our fried chicken is like... A mistake from the heavens, because when we started putting this together, so this is, looks like you got a, a leg, that might be a, a thigh, and here's a, a breast. We split our breasts in half, oh. so you get more crunchy. Nice. Okay? Smart. Nice. Absolutely. Bite into that and tell me what you think. Fuck you. This is so good. <laughs> mm. I can hear it crunch in the microphone mm-hmm. when you're biting into it. It's so hot. <laughs> Someone just messaged me about how there was an episode where we were like sampling food and eating, and like that was really cool. You need to do that more. And that literally, I got that message today. I don't remember ever doing that. Uh, the, the kids treat. Oh, things. the tribe treats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this y'all reminds hear that crunch me. From this chicken. This reminds me of going to Grandma's house on Sunday. Oh, hot. <laughs> it's very hot, but God damn it, this it's is really good. good. So it is so good. 
And the legs are huge. Yeah. So you get, so we have a couple different variations of our chicken, but it's all cooked the same. You can come in any night and you can get a chicken appetizer, right? So we have winger dingers, right? You can get the legs or you can get um, soft tail thighs. You get three pieces in a basket, right? And on Tuesday night, that's five bucks. So that's not bad. You it's get, it's get worth a, it, y'all. Yeah, a three-piece fried chicken. You can get a two-piece, three-piece, you know, dinner. You get a half bird or a whole bird, you know. And what it is, it's a it's a double, it's a dredge and cracker crumb um, breading that we deep fry here in our deep fryer. Mm-hmm. And the key we've learned to having incredibly crispy chicken. Is at a lower temperature for a longer time, so we do it at 300 for 15 minutes. That and it's got a oh. so dredged in flour, right, and then the egg wash, right, and then a double hand crushed cracker crumb crust. That's where you get that crispy goodness that you just peel right off on. I don't even like the chicken so much as I like the breading. Well, that looks really good the way you're peeling the breast off like that. Peel that chicken that piece right there. Just peel the breading off. Yeah, and eat that. Yep, it's really good. A, if you get a whole bird. Just eat all the breading. <laughs> and then I'm here, not exaggerating when I say this is the best fried chicken I've ever had. You're it is probably, definitely five-star worthy. Yeah. You are not the first person to say that. I'm very proud to hear that. Um, yeah. I also said that about a different place, what, three months ago? And up until then, the, that was the best fried chicken I've ever had. But uh, sorry about you, other place. This is way better <laughs> than you. And then we have that paired with a little bit of our smokehouse potato salad. Mm. And this I also had last oh, week. Need a fork. Beautiful. This is awesome. I had some of this last week, and I yeah. yeah. I don't know what you guys had. So tonight's we, menu is just a little bit of. We everything. got um. We did the the two for one, and the we got um one. everything. Yeah, we got everything. Although I will bring up, we were uh, overwhelmed by the amount of food that was on our table. <laughs> when we thought two for one, we thought. I don't know what we thought, but we ended up, we had four dinners on our, on our plate, and we had like six cornbread muffins, because yeah. I ordered a side of cornbread, yeah. and your menu says everything's a la carte, but the smoked meats must come with cornbread and coleslaw. Yeah, we've, when I printed the <laughs> menus, everything was supposed to be a la carte, but as time goes on, you know, we've... Yeah, let's give everybody a cornbread. <laughs> you know, let's give everybody a little slaw to go with that. And it was that. phenomenal cornbread, and oh, yeah. I am very into cornbread. Yeah, yeah, we both love our cornbread, and it was really good cornbread. We just had so much of it at our table, we, we couldn't even believe it. And the coleslaw, too, yeah. it was Veggie slaw, not a coleslaw. A veggie we slaw. Those veggie slaw is amazing. Everybody has a coleslaw. Like I said, we wanted to do something different. So. Hell yeah. Well, that's what I, I put in my notes on the coleslaw. I said it was really nice. It wasn't overly sweet, and it wasn't overly vinegary. It was, no. like, right in between. Creamy, yeah. delicious crunch. That's yeah. how I describe it. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it right on the head with that. Love that. God, this is good. Yeah, this is really good. Uh, you should co- come for the fried chicken here, too. Come for, the fr- come for everything else, too. Those chips and the everything. And, and something that we haven't had today here, but we had last week, was the smoked Gouda bites. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Right? Those were delicious. Yes, they really were. Because, like, you eat fried cheese bites everywhere all the time. But smoked Gouda tastes like smoked Gouda. I think but, uh, we're ready for whatever's next, or... That was the best fried chicken I've ever had in my life, and I'm not exaggerating. It was. I'd just like some more water. Thank, Thank you. Oh, there's a there's a pitcher oh. of water here. <laughs> just for you. 
Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Not on the. God, you guys are the coolest. And this. Potato salad. It's so good. It's got um, celery, sweet relish, onions, red pepper, and mustard in it. Yeah, and it's it's and it is and damn a little really bit of good. a smoky taste too. Yeah, this is like Sunday dinner at Grandma's. The chicken and the potato salad. Uh, I just like I love like traditional comfort food so much because also I'm a, I'm a fat guy. That's why <laughs> I, I host a food podcast because I'm a fat person. But uh. God damn it, this chicken. I'm going to yeah. have dreams about it. Well, I'm fatter than you. And <laughs> last night I said I ordered a whole bird. I tried to eat the whole thing. Angela stole a leg, and I ate about four or five pieces. Then I put it down. I came back three hours later and had a thigh. Hell yeah. You know, and it was still go. still crispy. You know, oh, sure. Tap, but still crispy. And and he's, he's really going to town on that chicken leg because it is juicy on the it inside. It is really good. Now, does this go in the deep fryer? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's deep fried. It is so good. 15 minutes on the nose. We use a timer. It, 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 I'm so proud of the chicken, really. You should be. You, you should absolutely should be. be proud of this chicken. And honestly, everything else about this entire establishment you should be super proud of. Because this place is really, really, really cool. I am. So I'm, I'm super very, stoked that we found this. Yeah, really proud of the food. I'm proud of the people that helped us get it here. You know, oh yeah, I have a feeling. You know, we're being treated very well. We were yeah. treated well last week. Yes, I feel like anyone who comes in the door, you have your arms around them and are just like explaining the whole place to them. Yeah. And I can see that from your passion talking to us. You know, I tell you, I wanted to create something that was great. Okay, you There's nailed a, it. A lot of mediocrity. Anybody can, you know, open a restaurant, yes, do some cheeseburgers, you know, maybe do some tacos, right? But out here in the middle of nowhere, you got to have something where people are going to come to you. And they got a reason to do it. They have a reason. You have to give them a reason. And you, they, you also have to be a good value, right? I can't, I can't be, you know, the restaurant that has big city pricing, right? Right. And it's so expensive that... That local people can't afford to come here. Oh, I, I work at that place. Yes. Well, we do. <laughs> we do. Like I said, we pour heavy. We serve heavy too. You get a lot of food for a really good like, price. Uh, when we were here, um, what last week for dinner, I had what two or three gin and tonics. We had three? nine total drinks, and it was thirty-one dollars. <laughs> but like, I, I had that sounds think, pretty good to me. I think right? I had I had three gin and tonics, and we each had three shots of tequila. We did, yeah. So I I guess out loud now that it actually is a pretty substantial amount. But I was like, yeah, pretty fucking drunk when I left here. <laughs> well, I was not, but that's our neither but here nor there. You didn't have three gin and tonics. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about value, and you haven't haven't seen our show or listened to our show but that's one of the criteria when we evaluate a establishment that we go out to hey gina and jordan are here they tell can't them, hear us tell them we have plenty of food that they need to come help us eat it <laughs> but anyway there, there's like hella nachos over here y'all. yeah come have some i'll have angela bring you guys some of our food that we haven't eaten yet Oh, there's his comment, she said. <laughs> well, yeah. Gina and Jordan are here in G- Jordan's fucking mullet. <laughs> but, yeah. He we, looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, I can tell you that you're going to score very high 
on the value section for me. I'm having so much fun doing this part of this that um, our traditional episode that we do with the evaluate. I don't. I don't think we have to do it. This is too much fun. I think we could just keep going with this. I think it would be neat for the for people to hear something new of us us just chilling and bullshitting and eating. You know what I mean? That's true. Just listen to the crunch all night. And yeah, li- listen. A little background noise. I kind of, honestly, I like the the bar ambience. I think it's kind of cool. Like yeah. it's it's super authentic. You I know, like that. We get some that. people that come in, they just sit at the bar, you know. And when I go to a restaurant, like if I'm by myself with a couple guys, I like sitting at the bar and sure. having a great dinner. Sure. Right. But then we'll get some people that'll come in. They want to sit. We have some smaller, like you know, lower tables. Yeah, yeah. Right, for some of our elderly patrons. Um, Respect. The best part for me is to get a group of people who walk in here and they don't know what to expect. You know, like I had a, I had a, a table the other night of six people. And, you know, they, they didn't know what to expect. They weren't very talkative. They looked like very nice people. So I asked them, I said, what in the hell are you doing here? You know? <laughs> and, and that's exactly what they did. And, you know, we were laughing and joking all night. You know, we had drinks. We had appetizers. We had food. Every single one of them, all six of them, and this is really what, what makes me the proudest, all six of them came up from their table to the bar to shake my hand or shake, give Angela a hug. Hell right, yeah. And tell us that this oh, is some food. of the best food, food that they've ever had. What do we got here? So we got our soft tail sliders. Soft tail sliders, baby. There's some chicken. And, and then those nachos need to be eaten. They've only picked a few. That's, um, th- that asshole with the mullet is, and uh, his wife are, are good friends. They can have them. So these are our soft tail sliders, guys. Save us one one basket because we'll eat oh, them we after. More. We have more. Don't worry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, give them. I had all three. They were all phenomenal. Yeah, give them to them. Give them to them. We'll get some more. They're worth it. They're great people. So, Earlier when I said that this was the best night of my life, <laughs> that rings even truer now. This is amazing. Because Gina and Jordan are here. No, absolutely oh. not. Well, <laughs> oh. It's, you guys ready to dig in? Yes, I am. Soft tail sliders. So what we have here, this is our this is our pork butt, our pulled pork that we put on. We sauce. We put this on a uh, Hawaiian roll, and then to top it off, we add some French fried onions. Because mm. who doesn't like that. French fried onions, right? Why don't you guys grab one of those and dig in? It's, you want to throw one on my plate here? Absolutely. Or I can do it if you don't want to. But this is another five dollars special on our apps and taps night. Wow. So you can come in and so get much. three Appreciate sliders you. for five bucks, pitch your beer, you know, and go home happy. I'm going to load this up with some pickles. Nice and warm. Look at that. The pork is done perfectly. We roast this for 24 hours. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm, my dome. This is so good. Y'all. I was going to say if you're ever in Madaryville, but even if, if, if you're not, no, come don't, to Madaryville. Don't say when you're in Madaryville. You need to make a trip to come out here. Everything has been delicious. We had the pulled pork last week, but it's better simmered in this barbecue sauce yeah. on this bun the, these like this. Fried onions and these pickles and this. Yeah. Everything about this is perfect. Mm. This is like my favorite restaurant in the world. Well, <laughs> Larry, shut up. <laughs> second, I can't say I can't say it first because Al Cheval would be my favorite restaurant in the world until I die. Al Cheval's a legit, I mean, a legit best first number one choice. I can't be mad at that. I wow. will. 
I will. I'm not saying would. I will die for Al Shabal. Yes. Yeah. Oh my. I don't care. I will. I will drive. I will crawl. I don't care if I yes. have to wait four hours to get a table at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. Doesn't matter. Oh my god. Stand in line. Sit at the bar. Watch him make the burgers. It's. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. This is so good. I'm so happy right now. Yes. Everything has been delicious. Um, Do you need another beer? You sure. want to try the other IPA? Sure, yeah. We, um, mind, honey? If we, <laughs> we came in and said <laughs> Yeah. We came in and said that you have two IPAs and I feel like he's had two already and you're like, I had two of the, I had, I've had two of the same oh, one. You've had two of the yeah. same. If we <laughs> don't do any other restaurant on this show for the course of this show and only do this one every week. I'm super cool with that. Uh-huh. I am too, by the way. <laughs> uh, I love this. I'm having a great time. Just I love this very, very, food. very much. I, I really hope that um, we do another one of these. We'll wait till like, we open the beer soon. garden and we'll do it out back under the under a nice canopy. We'll play some bags. Oh God, yeah. You I'll know? get some uh, some of those little clip-on like news guy mics and we'll just hang out and walk around and it'll be supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. That that was. Nice. Yeah, this rules, man. I'm having a great time. So. You kindly presented us with some notes at the beginning of the show. Yes. Um, and I want to go back to a point that, you know, you're providing uh, this great food. And now, Madariville, I was telling Larry this as we were coming here, because like I said, I've worked down in this area before years ago, but it's an economically depressed area. Yes. How, how do you see... Madariville supporting a restaurant honky-tonk bar like this? Well, I, I think I said before, the response has been overwhelmingly positive, and there's a great community here. And before we bought the place last summer, we spent a lot of time here. And that's one of the things that really drew us to buy this place. Sure. Because the people were just fantastic. I mean, this isn't... I mean, the local crowd... The visiting crowd from other close communities right outside of Madariville, like San Pierre and Francisville, they're all coming here and telling us, you know, what a great place it is. Um, but you're right. I mean, economically, it is quite depressed. Oh, God, um, you are the coolest person It's ever mostly met. an agricultural and manufacturing-based economy. Right. Which one is that? Rheingeist. Rheingeist, yeah. Big fan of this, big fan of this company. And who is that from? Rheingeist, that's, oh, that's, that's the brand. That's yeah. the brand. Uh, it's called a, a Cloudy Harvest 07. It's just, it's like a juicy, hazy type of, it's it's similar to like a... Can I try it? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like um, like a foggy geezer type of deal, but maybe a little <laughs> fruitier. Um, it's, it's not as heavy and has a little bit more sweetness to it. I love it when you default to foggy geezer. And I did, I, <laughs> no, but... Uh, dude, well, and I when never you think, thought... When well, you think of hazy IPAs, like Foggy Geezer is the hazy IPA, especially in the Midwest. But do you remember early on when you'd use it all the time, and I thought, there's no such thing as a Foggy Geezer. And then yeah, I saw it's a it, huge beer. I saw it in the store one time. I'm like, it is a thing. It is a thing. It is a thing, yeah. <laughs> what are you but, getting at here? And it's cold. No, I just... I. Ice, I just find it funny when you bring it ice like cold. That. All of our beers are actually sitting Fuck, in an ice water bath, in a in a trough, in the middle of the bar. You can't get them any colder. We ice every beer every day to get it as absolutely cold as possible. Very cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Actually, speaking of beer, I've had a handful. Wouldn't mind peeing. Do you want to chill for a few a- minutes and jump back in? Is that cool? Uh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. We can take a break. Okay. Use our fancy take break. Take a break. Noise. We're going to come back and we're going to do smoked meats next. All Love right. that. That's actually an appropriate time to take a break. But uh, I remember you mentioned doing this part and then after the break doing the normal show. I don't think we have to. This is too much fun. Okay. All right. Do you want to do your pre-break catchphrase? Yes. We'll see you on the flip side. All right. We are back. We took a break, hung out, did some stuff, and uh, we're going again. What's going on, y'all? Yes. And we're going to continue with the talk about the economy in the area. And we were talking about how depressed and... uh, uh, the Madeiraville area is, but then a few sure. miles down the road in Francisville, they have a total different economy. And What's in Francisville? What would I know from there? It's it's literally the same, but I feel like maybe the wealth wealthy farmer lives that way, or I, I'm not sure. But do you find that you get a lot of um, business and traffic from? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, Francisville does have a little bit of a bigger downtown, right, with a more of a commercial presence, whereas the downtown area here is only a couple blocks, right, and most of the buildings here are abandoned and and somewhat dilapidated. Oh, shit, there's some food. (laughs) You know, and that's one of the the great things about being here is, is, you know, we're we're trying to make an investment into the community, right? I mean, this is primarily agricultural manufacturing-based economy. You know, and, and we all know what happens to the rural areas when, when that happens. But, you know, in addition that, in addition to that, there's been a lot of cuts in funding, you know, by federal, state, local governments. In fact, the Madaryville Library just a couple of years ago lost 100% of their funding and they had to close it. Oh, you know? Jesus. Yeah. The one right there? The one right across it's the street. It's such a beautiful building. A beautiful building. I understand that, you know, a lot of people went there and used the facilities, but, you know, as pressure grows, right, on municipal budgets, and you have to make cuts, yeah. it's, it's, to me, a library is an essential service that keeps a community together. Absolutely. And I say that because my mother-in-law, who I love very much, <laughs> hi, Mom, is a librarian and former school teacher. Very cool. And so, you know, one of the things we like to do is not only invest in the peak, right, oh, but we also have some other business opportunities yeah. that we're looking at investing in in Madaryville. Um, we just bought the building next door, so yeah, obviously we're looking at expanding. There's another, uh, there's a couple other food and beverage opportunities that we're going to be bringing to Madaryville. Very um, cool. And we're also looking at some type of philanthropic venture to create a technical training center in Madaryville for Madaryville and Pulaski. County I residents. saw that on here, and that's super interesting. Like. Yeah. Yeah, as an IT person, you know, and, and if COVID has really taught us anything, this pandemic's shown us that, you know, you can work from home and be very effective. So Absolutely. What my idea is, if we can create a foundation to support some type of technical training center that teaches, you know, even some basic computer skills sure. right, to community members, you could very easily, I mean, if you learn like JavaScript and PHP, that's a $40,000 a year job. Absolutely you could do it is. From home. You know, and so that's one of the things, one of the ways investing in the community, not only money and growing business, but maybe investing some time and, and some more, a more philanthropic approach. And, you know, we're not God, the only ones cool. investing here. You know, the bakery opened last year. We're open. We're, we're revamping this year. They're just building a brand new Frito-Lay distribution facility here right on 421. I mean, there is there is a lot of pent up demand in this area. Oh, sure. That, sure. 
that you can take advantage of. And if we can take advantage of the business side, right, and provide a great service to the community, that's a win-win for everybody. Now, what what um, technical things do you anticipate would be in such a place? Well, I, so I'm a web developer, right? So I manage development operations, I build websites, and I work with a lot of people who have like a specialty, right? So sure. if you are, for instance, a Drupal website developer right, that right. specializes in, in a language called PHP, and PHP is something that you could teach somebody in about six months to a year, and they can be a PHP resource for their own company, build their own sites, or work for other companies. Or, you know, I do a lot of work on Upwork, right? Sure, Which sure. Is a remote, you know, online community where you can bid on jobs that are available. So, I mean, technology has given us so many opportunities. And a lot of those opportunities can be leveraged not just by people in the city, right, with a formal education, with, sure. you know, a four-year degree. But nowadays, you could really... You could go to um, Code Academy, take a free HTML5 and CSS3 course, and automatically be able to go get a job that pays 15 20 bucks an hour. That, yeah, that's incredibly true. Yeah. I learned how to code. Um, I mean, being, being in high school in the early 2000s and being into music, I learned how to code for, from MySpace. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely learned absolutely. how to code. And I still use that coding today. Like when I built our website and all this other stuff, I don't... It just retained. Yeah. And didn't think it was going to be useful. Yeah, it's kind of like riding a bike. And, you know, a lot of people may be skeptical, right, of sure. computers in general. They may not know how to write code or they don't know how it works. Sure. Right? Everybody just Googles everything. Sure. But if you were to spend some time teaching somebody the fundamental principles of, you know, the information technology and, and the principles of an HTTPS response and, and how it actually works. Yeah, definitely. Right? they would be able to take that knowledge and build upon it, right? You could create a business. You could do contract work. You can go work for a big company. Definitely. And, and one of the things that I, I found very interesting is when you look at the, the economic base of Pulaski County, Madari, or, uh, of Indiana, rather, Pulaski County is actually a, one, of the, one of the poorest counties in, in the state of Indiana. Yeah. Right? I have some notes here. They they actually rank 67th out of a total of 92 counties in the state with a per capita income of just about $20,000. And, and to put that in perspective, Boone County has a per capita income of 38000 whereas Stark County is seventeen. So, sure, sure. So, you know, when you look at per capita income, twenty grand, a, a six-month training course could double that for one person. Hmm. A thousand percent. That's accurate. And that's, that's what I'm we're going to do. I'm actually surprised that Stark County is lower. Stark County is the lowest per capita income. Wow. Because like in the state of India, is there much in Stark County? Knox is a pretty big. Knox is in Stark County. That's the hub, right? Yeah, I believe it is. <laughs> I, I believe it's the hub, and it's. It, I, I'm surprised to see that, but I always knew that Pulaski County was. Like depressed, but I think that's because um, you know, when you say hub of a county, like the county seat, yeah. like Crown Point's the hub of yeah. Lake and, and Valpo is of yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. And when, Outside of Lake and I've I've lived in Northwest Indiana for a, a good chunk of my life, besides like my twenties, and uh, outside of Lake and Porter County, I still don't know much. And I think that's what's fun about the two one nine area code. It's so it's big. Diverse. It's big and. There's, 
<laughs> there's towns like, you know, Crown Point. There's towns like East Chicago. There's towns like Madaryville. Right. You can do anything. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out Northwest Indiana, actually. I'll give this little anecdote. Um, after high school, um, I graduated high school and I was like, uh, screw it. I'm bored. I'm moving to the city because that's what you do when you're 19 and you're bored living in a small town in Indiana. You move to the city because you're a punk rock kid and you want to experience culture. And that's what I did. Yeah. And uh, I got older. The city kind of burnt me out. So I'm like, I'm going back to Indiana. And I got here and I'm like, oh, it's, it's cool now. So, so that, and uh, the, the 219 has a lot of culture for being in a, a, a collection of small Indiana towns. We got some cool stuff going on here. And I'm very, I'm, very, I'm very proud diverse. to be from here. So Angela just kindly brought us out some more food. Um, oh, yeah. What are we, what are we uh, sampling this time around? Well, this is my pride and joy, other than Angela. And the chicken. <laughs> and the chicken, right? <laughs> this, is, this is my pride and joy. You know, I spent many, many years trying to smoke meat. Sure. And I never did it well. It's hard. It's, it's extremely hard. Shout out John. He's good at it. Your yeah, my, my son John is. Yeah, good. yeah, he's very good at smoking meat. I'd love to meat. know what he thinks of this because we smoke all our own meat here at the peak. He would, he would lose his mind Actually, right now. I have two sons that live in Wheatfield, so okay. I'm sure after hearing this episode, they will frequent absolutely. Your place. And so what we have here is, is is we smoke three types of meat here. We have our Texas style brisket, right? And what I mean by Texas style is we cook a whole packer brisket, which is the point yes. and the flat. We cook them together. We, we smoke them till they reach 155, and then we take them out and wrap them in aluminum foil and smoke them to perfection. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you did that. So that's the Texas-style brisket. We also have the Kansas City-style burn ends. And after we smoke the brisket for about 18 hours, we cut the burn ends, we uh, marinate them in a little barbecue sauce and brown sugar, and then they're caramelized in the oven to perfection. Yeah. The burn ends are my, my favorite. I can't get anything better than a burn end. And then we also do a Tennessee-style um, ribs. And you'll notice here that all of the meat is served unsauced because the meat Speaks for itself. Does it need sauce? Doesn't need it. Like, I just, I was about to say that. I just took a bite of this brisket. Brisket on its own. And it doesn't need no. a damn thing. Look at that. Because it's that good by itself. Look at that. I actually prefer my meat unsauced. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. It's good. Now, I'm a fan of... Um, oh, damn it. This brisket's good. Sorry. Yeah, I'm a fan of chopped brisket. Yep. So when I saw this come out last week, I'm like, I'm not going to like this. But it falls apart, and it's pretty much like having chopped brisket. And you can taste the, the thing. So we do the, um, the brisket using mesquite wood. Oh, sure. You can taste the smoke, whereas we do you the can. ribs in applewood. And an that apple, checks out. Uh, yeah. I believe that. Yeah. And we also, just for prosperity here, we got a side of our, our smokehouse baked beans. Which I wanted last time, but I didn't get, so I'm excited to try these. So, and, and so you can see the big chunks of bacon in there. Mm, yep. And then we also have Angela's. This is Angela's recipe. This is our baked macaroni and cheese. I had this last time, and uh, once my little pot pie pan, if it was gone, I was very upset. Yeah. And of course, you can't have barbecue without a cornbread muffin. We you make sure can. muffins in house. Oh, that brisket! Holy shit, these beans are good. Yeah. Ooh. But I'm with you, Jeremy. 
The burnt ends. Yeah. The burnt ends are one of my favorite things. Yeah. And um, we were talking to our friend uh, Gina, our friends Gina and Jordan over break, and he was loving. I will <laughs> I say this: um, they, if uh, if John's listening, plug your ears quick. Um, these are probably the best burnt ends I've ever had. You say that about everything you eat. I Shut the a, hell up. It's true. <laughs> I had a customer who's now become a good friend because he comes in here quite a bit. He used to live in Kansas City. Oh, okay. And, you know, he usually comes in here for a couple of drinks, you know, maybe a sandwich. He came in last week. He took some barbecue home to his family. Sure. And the family, he told me, he said, Dad, you can go bring barbecue from their home any night. That's what I'm if most Kansas proud of. Kansas City people are yeah. telling you that yeah. you're doing something right. Something. And I don't know what it is. I, I, I keep it real simple. Right when we do the brisket, I don't get real crazy with sauces and spices. It's it's salt, pepper, and garlic. Mm-hmm. Right, but we take we I buy the best cut you can get. I smoke it for eighteen to nineteen hours, and it comes out just like this. This mac and cheese is phenomenal. This is your wife's mac and cheese. That's my wife's recipe. We uh, I copied it. She said it was okay. <laughs> right on. And There's you a- know what? We serve a ton of it. You know we 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 cook it fresh right here. I use a real Velveeta cheese sauce. Nice. Right? So it's not like some generic processed cheese. It's it's the real deal. And, it, and I've been eating this. We've been married 13 years, and I've been eating this for a lot longer than that. There's just the perfect amount of bite and balls to it. Little spice. Little spice, but it's not overbearing. Little Might cracker, be for you. Crust, yeah. I get that. What? This mac and this mac cheese is a little too hot for you, right? It is. I can feel it burning in the back of my well, throat. Well, uh, Greg is... Softer than melted butter, and that's not his fault. That's just the person well, he is. Actually, I was going to go there with you. Uh, for our listeners of the show, we know that Larry is very easy on um, establishments. I am. And I, I'm pretty much the more difficult one. No, you're just miserable, and I like food. No, I'm not miserable. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying all this, but I, I have one little critique, mm-hmm. if I could. Ooh, that's ballsy, man. Be cool. <laughs> well, I feel I can do that because I'm sitting right next to him, and it's been that's such why a good I said experience. Be cool. But those barbecue sauces, you could very easily make those yourself mm-hmm. and put a good spin on them. Kansas mm-hmm. City Classic, and I also have a Memphis Sweet here. Yeah. I will and say I this, think, though. I think we could amp this up even higher if you no, had a couple more sauces. I think that sauces. they don't make their own sauces here because they believe in the raw, like the meat on its own that we much, did, and I back did, that. We did talk about that last week. but Like, you, like why, why make our own sauce when our meat is this good? If you need sauce, you can get some bottled shit. Yeah, I the, guess. The meat is good enough know. without sauce that they don't need to worry about sauce. I'm not putting sauce. any sauce on this brisket, I'll tell you right now. I didn't put I, sauce I, I, I on anything last week. If you believe in your meat that much, then don't spend time mixing ketchup and vinegar and brown sugar and some other shit together. Yeah, you don't need to. I'm going to try these ribs here. And if someone comes in and they're, I guess, have a, a weak palate for a, a better, or for a lack of a better term, then put some bottled sauce on it. They're fine. You don't, you don't need to. The meat's good on its own. But you know how I am with my Carolina mustard sauce. That I, is I do know how you are bomb. with your Carolina mustard sauce, but... What do you primarily do with that? Wings? Mm-mm. Or a sandwich of sorts? Any type of meat. You wouldn't put it on the burnt ends because what that's No, because those burnt ends are the best in the world. Yeah. 
Well, you, you worry about the sauce. I think we should worry about this next bourbon we're going to try here. Good I'm word. on that side. Yeah? Yeah, always. This is, <laughs> this is a Jefferson's very small batch blend of straight bourbon whiskeys. And oh, I you did get give, the little one. Nice. Good for you, man. Are you happy? wanted a little one. He did listen to me. Yeah. Well, I have to give a shout out to my good friend, John Rowe, who turned me on to this bourbon. What up, when John? I was, when I was putting a bourbon list together, he says, you got to have a Jefferson's. And so I got it. And everybody told me you'll never sell high-end bourbons at the peak. It's just not something that's ever gonna that's ever gonna work. And so we put together a top-shelf bourbon selection, and I sold a bottle of this in one week. Jesus oh, Christ! The yeah. first week we had it, I sold out of the entire bottle, and then I had to order a case the next week. Yikes! Good for you. That's huge. So taste this with to me with the brisket is best. I'm going to chase this shot of bourbon with a bite of brisket. That's the best way to do it. This is some... Uh, Cheers, guys. Cheers. This is some USA shit right here. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I was in Chicago last week. I got to meet the founder, Trey Zoller, just in a random chance bar. And we talked a little bit about his Jefferson's bourbon. And, you know, now that we're BFFs, yeah. I feel that much better about having that in the, in the bar. <laughs> Ooh, taste that. Mm-hmm. With a with a brisket chaser, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. My yeah. eyes are watering a little bit. But that's yeah. because I bit my tongue chewing this bourbon. <laughs> oh man, that first one was. It reminds really good. me of. Uh, have you ever done a beef bomb? No. A beef bomb. <laughs> I haven't actually. A beef bomb. <laughs> um, I was introduced to a beef bomb by my good friend Eric, who is uh, head of the kitchen at Franklin House in Valpo. Um. I went there for lunch just to bullshit with him. And he's like, hey, man, we're doing a beef bomb. I'm like, well, what the hell is that? He's like, it's like a pickleback, but you're doing ajou with ajou. Okay. And I'm like, nah, there's no way in hell I'm doing that. It's disgusting. And I did it. And since then, I've done it a hundred times. It's amazing. Wow. Let's do one tonight. Do you have ajou? <laughs> I got ajou. I do Italian beef. Let's go. Beef ajou. bombs tonight. Yeah. Uh, I want to get beef bomb tattooed across my knuckles. <laughs> okay. Because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fat guy. <laughs> I prefer you to get peak tattooed across your knuckles. If I'm getting anything tattooed across my knuckles, I'm getting caffeine. <laughs> if I'm being honest. You know, our friend Gina, we talked to her at break. She's like, Do you want to just bring her over? No, it's fine. She's literally right there. <laughs> Gina! But, but she said that, you know, she would like to hang out with Courtney, like outside of this. Yeah. And I, I, I got that feeling too. And I feel like that with you. I feel like you're a longtime friend. That we've known forever. It just like meshes. this doesn't feel like I just met you two hours ago. Not I feel like all. I've been chilling with you for a Not long time. Well, when you sit around with good food, right? You got good eats and great drinks and great people. You put yeah. all that together, like Gina's going to tell you, you, always have a great time. So Gina <laughs> is standing next to me. If you've listened to this show ever, you know that Greg talks about Gina all the time. Just occasionally. <laughs> so um, Gina, come say hello to the 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 people. Hello, I just want to say I'm Tasty 209's biggest fan. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure the big, our biggest fan is my mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of people that will vie for that spot. Uh, did you listen to the episode where we announced our winner of our last no, contest? The last one. You are the winner of our... You did uh, win. You did win. You didn't hear it? Did you guys read my comment? Uh, we yes. Did. Oh, you yeah. said shout out mullets or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to yeah. Cheers to mullets. You said that. So, so yeah. you'll be receiving your gift card in the mail shortly. Yes. Yeah, but uh, since you won, I'm pretty sure it was rigged. Maybe it, it wasn't rigged. You know that we picked him out of a hat. Fan. 
Okay, well, whatever. why don't we ask Gina what her favorite restaurant in Madeiraville is? What's your favorite gonna, restaurant in Madeiraville? I was just going to say. Honky Tonk. <laughs> Jeremy's great. Courtney has been literally the best waitress I think I've ever had. Talking to the yeah. microphone. We just talked about that. Yeah. Courtney's been the best waitress I've ever had. Yeah. Angela, can we get Courtney over here? <laughs> Dude, for real. Dude, she's tight, man. She's so good. I feel like she was making fun of me earlier because she walked in and she's like, hey, bro. And I was like, dude, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I thought she was making fun of me, man. I think Friday, I, we have to make a trip out here on Friday or Saturday night. Hey, top. I will make a, yeah. a trip out here every night for the rest of my life. Yeah, if we have to sleep in the car, I think it would be worth it. If, if we get too drunk and we're in Madeiraville, we're not sleeping in the car. We're going to Gina's. She lives in an RV right now. Big car. <laughs> With six dogs. Small car. And a pregnant dog. <laughs> so 30 dogs. <laughs> it's more like 15. This head. Guys, this is Courtney. This is Hi. Courtney. Hi. Hi, Courtney. Hi, friends. We just, yeah, we just were talking now. about Thank that. You. Gina said on break that she'd like to hang out with you outside of here, (laughs) and we said that last week. You were were like someone. Bro, I tried to give you tequila earlier. Party, sis. Someone that we would like to hang out with all the time. You're so inviting, and we said the same thing about Jeremy. It feels like we've known him Mm -hmm. all all of our lives, and we've just had a blast out here. A ridiculous amount of fun. So we want to come out. You guys out. are so precious and dear to my heart. We, we want to come out here on a Friday or Saturday night and just kick like up. not yes. doing show stuff and just yeah, come out here no. and turn it Sorry, up. Guys. I'm playing like Bon Jovi on the jukebox and get right down. On. You know what I'm saying? All play, no work. <laughs> Absolutely, that's how I live life. Well, you know what? On the menu, we actually call it. We call this the bomb brisket. But here at the peak, we think Courtney is the bomb. Aww. I love you so much. <laughs> That's my work right there. It should be, man. He's tight. <laughs> you were all f- the time. You were a first good impression of the peak when we walked in last. That this is why we did it. Like we we weren't even planning on doing a show here. We just we passed it. I'm like, let's go eat. Yeah, and, and, she, I'm, and I'm like, we walk in. I'm like, should we do a show here? And you're like, no way. And, and then she, she came up and she was just tight. And you're yeah. like, I'm going to get my notebook. We're doing a show here. <laughs> when Gina and Jordan dissed us for One Eye Jackson winning. Mac. Right? One Eye Jacks is tight, man. We didn't go there that night. Just for the record, we didn't go there that night. I mean, you can. You you can eat other places. It's allowed. Yeah, it's allowed. I had Chick-fil-A yeah. the other day. People come from all over just to see Courtney. Aww. And, you know, I get I it. I think try, it was because okay. of the food, but I think it has a lot hey, to do with her. Hey, it's gotta be the food, too, though, man. Yeah. And the bourbon. The food is really and good. And the, the bourbon. bourbon. I just chased a shot of bourbon with a bite of brisket. How was that? How did that taste? Awesome. But I bit my tongue, but that's neither here nor there. That's not a good time. No, that's not a good time. No, but the rest of it was an awesome time. Right, so it was worth it, right? Totally. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I can (laughs) honestly say I've had more bourbon tonight than I've had in the 57 years that I've been alive. I'll wait for the next three courses because we're not done. So two shots of bourbon? Did you say that on air? Two shots of bourbon? Did you hear what Courtney just said? No. What? She goes, you're 57? <laughs> Clearly. For real. <laughs> there was a wink well, there. We'll get, there was a wink there. How do you think you. I am? Be Three, cool, bro. <laughs> one? Thank you. How old are you, sis? Also 47. 47. <laughs> I'm 34. Okay. I was going to say, what the hell? I'm 34. All right. Good clean living and lots of good food. There is no clean living here. Let's get the show back on on track here. (laughs) We tried everything that they brought out. Likewise, bro. I need huggies before you leave. Oh, we're not leaving for a while. (laughs) Great food, great service, great owners. 
Um, I can't think of a, a single downside here. Nothing. Yeah. This yeah. is great. I love everything about this. Yeah. So keep us up to date on your socials. Um, anything else that you want to add that we haven't covered yet? Well, I think we got one more course and one more bourbon. Oh my lord! Yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna cool it for a minute until that happens? No, I'm all right. Oh, cool. Then let's keep bullshitting. I'm in. Yeah. What was your favorite thing, Larry? Being in here, hanging out with him, just this whole experience. Okay, so here's something. I told him this earlier. I've been podcasting for years. Um, most of the time, other than the show I do with you, Greg, um, doing these food things, it's me and my friends talking about like. 90s skate punk and hardcore, or uh, that's pretty much it. That's the whole thing. For, I've been doing that for years. Um, this is the best podcasting experience I've ever had in my life. Wow! And I've I've released what 200 something episodes in my life, and uh, this trumps all of them. This is great. I'm well, having the time of my life. I appreciate the invitation. Like I said, I have never seen myself doing this. I'm not a person who talks, and in fact, my friends will say, I didn't know you could talk that much. I didn't know you could talk but this you much. You obviously like years. good food because you're wearing a shirt that says creme brulee. Well, yeah, that's 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 <laughs> one of my slogans on the show. If we go I to give, a restaurant and they have creme brulee, he gives them bonus I points. I give bonus points. That's my number yep. one dessert. When we have desserts, <laughs> right. I, like a, really? I like a Tahitian vanilla bean creme brulee, and I, if I can toot my own horn, I make a pretty mean creme brulee. Ooh. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, put that, we'll put that along the uh, dessert menu. Angela's been after me for a while to kick it up with some desserts. That's well, our next step. Well, actually, I had that in my notes that I was a little upset there that there was no dessert last week. What do you mean? And I was thinking... There's no desserts? Right. There was not. We're about to have a fried chicken sandwich. That's dessert. <laughs> now, I'm thinking more of like a peach cobbler no, or no, maybe no, a no, bread hold on, pudding. Hear him out because I really like where <laughs> this is going. When, when I have some friends, when we go to dinner, and, and some of my friends are going to listen to this, will laugh at this. Our dessert is like a steak Vesuvio, right? Maybe, Hell yeah. Maybe a leg of lamb at like 2.30 in the morning. God, right? your friends are sick. My friends sound terrible now. <laughs> no, that's that's how we like to do it, guys. So I, I like oh, a creme brulee. there's a fried chicken sandwich with coleslaw on it. Now, this is, this is dessert, right? This is the last course? Yes. Last course. This is our signature Look sandwich. This. Look at that. Let me get this out of your way so you can enjoy it. And I only think it's appropriate. If we're going to finish this off, we got one more bourbon to test. So what you guys are eating right now, we call this our lowrider chicken. It's a chicken breast. Oh my God. It's cooked the same way our fried chicken is cooked. And it comes with a creamy veggie slaw on a brioche bun. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, that, first of all, the sandwich was a complete accident. That's fine. Good, was, absolute accident. An accident. I put it on the menu because I envisioned it. We were so quick in getting open and getting yeah. the menu out. I never cooked one. I never, I never cooked one, and somebody on day one ordered it, and we put it together, and they said it was amazing. Because, like, um, a fried chicken sandwich these days, menu-wise, it's, it's a super trendy thing to put, like, a, a Nashville hot chicken sandwich or something on your menu. And I get it, because a fried chicken sandwich is awesome, and yes. I totally get why people will do it. And I've eaten a ton of them, because I love a good fried chicken sandwich. You do. That's it. This is a great Fried chicken sandwich. So that's cooked, that's breaded the same way that we do our chicken. And low and slow for the low. 350 for 15 minutes? 300 for 15 minutes. Oh, 300 for 15 minutes? With the double cracker crumb crust, 
right? And the thing that makes the sandwich is I did it with a coleslaw, and that's kind of why I was quick to say it's not a coleslaw because it's not a cabbage-based slaw. This is a veggie slaw, mm-hmm. right? So it's you're going to find a lot more than just cabbage and carrots. And right. you put that on, on the chicken, right? So it's creamy, crispy, and the buttery brioche bun. That brings it all home to me. This is a ridiculously good fried chicken sandwich, and I eat them all the time. And just so you know, we're pairing this with the Woodford Reserve Double Oak. Oh, that is a that is a classic. So Woodford is a classic, but this is the Double Oaked, right? So this is finished in a second oak barrel, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah, this is this is one of. Again, our new top shelf bourbons. You put that with that sandwich, and it takes simple and gives it a little complexity. Sure, right? sure. And just, I mean, it's a, it's all about the experience. Right? It is. You put the food and the beverage together. I don't have fine wines. I don't. I do have champagne, but it's not on the menu, right? But you put just good home cooked food with a good old American bourbon, and there's that's that to me is just a great night. Cheers, guys. Absolutely. Here's to the peak. Here's to the fucking peak forever. Lowrider chicken sandwich, our signature sandwich. I'll tell you what, ma'am. Double oaked. This is not the last time we are doing this. (laughs) There is no way. I am having the time of my life. Oh, that's so good. Everything about this. Meat coma, bourbon coma. <laughs> I'm glad I don't live far. Well, if we could just get an Uber driver out here, we'd be good. <laughs> an Uber from Madariville to Crown Point is like $125. <laughs> At least. <laughs> <laughs> is there an Uber? I remember when um, I moved back to Indiana from the city and I found out there was Uber out here, I was kind of surprised. Out here in Madariville? Well, in Indiana in general. Oh, in Indiana, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right, selfie time, guys. Here we go. Hell yeah. What up? There we go. Man, this is. Oh, this is the best. This is the best. I'm having so much fun right now. I'm having a great time hanging out with you guys. I can't tell you how grateful I am that. You guys came all the way out here to do this. Oh, it's our pleasure. I mean, absolutely. Is, I would do this anytime. There is no better compliment. I mean, and I say this from the bottom of my heart to everybody that works here that works so hard to, I mean, Steph and James in the kitchen to Courtney in the front of the bar, right? And my lovely wife. I mean, this is this is a labor of love for us. It's a passion. Hell yeah. You know, that we just wanted to create something great. I think we're we're right on the ten yard line, you know, maybe on the five yard line, and to have guys like you come out here who appreciate the food, right? Who do this podcast as also your labor of love? Sure, yeah. I can't tell you how proud I am to sit here with you guys tonight. I've just, I can't say it enough. Well, I'm just the, very proud. Well, the feeling is mutual, incredibly mutual. Absolutely. This no. is um, so what? This is what our thirty third episode? Yes. By a landslide, my favorite episode. Yeah, I haven't even. It's not even edited and finishing up, but 
Yes, Regardless, it's been a lot of fun. We haven't even tried the pizza. So maybe next time you come back later in the year, we'll do the pizza. Well, tell us about that. Come back next week, do the pizza. I don't care, man. (laughs) Hey, stay tonight. We'll do them in a couple hours. I mean, (laughs) hey, we're here. How, um, (coughs) like, how many pizzas do you make in a week? Oh, man. I could do anywhere between two and 30 a night. Um, And we're getting ready to do some really, really crazy things with pizza. And now you said you don't do any delivery. We don't delivery. We have a peak pickup window, mm-hmm. right? So you can order online. You can call it in. Yeah, it's right out. It's in the back. We you parked drive, by it the other you day. You drive right, right up. You bring a bell. We open the window, right? And we hand you a pie. Yeah. And being from Chicago, there's not too many things I take more seriously than pizza. That was going to be my next question. Sure. Okay, yeah. so when we, when we bought the place, we simplified the selection, right? We got one size, a 16-inch pie. Right, and then we do the cheese with whatever toppings you want, and then we do a meat lovers, and we do a deluxe. And in a few weeks, we're getting ready to go to a fresh crust, more Neapolitan style. All right, you know, very very fresh pizza, right, with some really good ingredients. And we're gonna off, we're gonna do these pizzas for ten bucks. It's gonna be a ten dollar pizza. What? Why, wow. why so cheap? Because because we can. Wow. Hell yeah. Because we can. So, another question, Chicago-based question about pizza. Yeah. If you could only eat one... Lou Malnati's. <laughs> Why? Because I like the whole tomato sauce, and I like the way they do the sausage and the pepperoni. Follow-up question. <laughs> Why isn't it Pequod's? Okay. So... Are you kidding me? No. When we lived in Lincoln Park... Sure. You went to Pequod's <laughs> all the time. All the time. All the time. And you listen... If you, I was uh, there with my friend Albie probably last summer. I said, "What? Where do you want to go for pizza?" And that's exactly where he said he Peak wanted. Peak was Clyborne and Webster. That's you can't the, get the any better. Sickest. Like, I used to live on Webster and Sheffield. Okay. Oh, that's Angela, expensive. <laughs> Angela and I both graduated from DePaul University. Oh, sure, mate. That checks no. out then. Yeah. So we know Pequods and uh, and the original. Well, the second. Um, what's the sandwich place I'm thinking of? Potbellies. Right around the corner. I have such a violently soft spot in my heart for Potbelly. Yeah. Well, the I original one's on Lincoln and then the one right there on Webster. Yes. Now, now it's a sandwich. but Now it's a sandwich. But still, when but I'm that, going to a national chain sandwich spot, so Potbelly still does it better than all of them. And, honey, where was, the fir- where was our first date? Webster Wine Bar. Webster Wine no Bar. No kidding. She'll be very quick to tell you I was seven minutes late in picking her up. 22 minutes late. 22 <laughs> minutes late. I'm sorry. That's a decently large window when you're in that regard. Thank you. Thank you. No, but so you say seven, you say 22. Which was it? Is it in the middle somewhere? So like 14? She's always right. So it's 22 because my, my show was on. Party of Five was on. I was watching Party of Five. And he was supposed to pick me up at 8 o'clock. Shout out Scott Wolf. <laughs> Shout out to Scott Wolf. Um, and I got to watch it through the first commercial break. Okay, so I was 22 minutes late because, you know, when you go out with a woman like this, you have to make sure you're well prepared. Fair enough. You know, I mean, I just couldn't wing it. And, uh, yeah, we went to Webster Wine Bar, so I know that area very, very well. I like the Lou Malnati's because Fair. I can only get the Pequods in Lincoln Park. Sure. You we can lived, get Lou Malnati's all over town. Well, so we lived in Lincoln Park for many years, and then we lived up in Wrigleyville. Sure. You know, for many years, and then we moved down to River North. And wherever in River North did you live? We were right at uh, 55 East Erie, right on Russian Erie. When? <laughs> Three, four years ago. ago. Yeah. Uh, between 2009 and 2012. Yeah. 
I worked at the Jimmy John's uh, at 5060 Chicago. So if you guys ever ordered Jimmy John's, I we probably did. delivered it to you. We did. They and said, you also, they I can said tell three you, to four years ago, you said 10 years ago. Well, I so. also gave them a window of years, and they said they did. So, yeah, we lived there. It was, and it we lived on Ohio. Um, so What, like, like 303 Ohio? No, we lived at 33, 33 West. 33 West, right. I'm so in, insanely familiar with the ins yeah. and outs of all these buildings. Yeah. And uh, who was right an asshole who lived in that building? The street. We go to uh, Tavern on Rush quite a bit. Yeah. When they opened the Shake Shack around the corner, that was one of our go-to oh, spots. Yeah. You know? so, oh, yeah. So the reason I liked Lou Malnati's is because now... They have one. They just opened in Cherville. They and, sure did. And I can get a Lou Malnati's, extra well done, uncut with the butter crust, just like we were at home. I, I'll give you that. I can't. I can't get Pequod's here. So no, that's. Can't get it. I can't get off Cheval here. I'll, no. I'll Maybe kill. one day. No way. Because no, you ever been to like a small Cheval? I went to the the original all Cheval, and I haven't been in many years. But me and my friend Albie, we sat at the counter. And watch this guy make like two dozen at a time. Yes, just ripping them out, and it was that was my first time there. There was, um, and it was an amazing, absolutely amazing burger. The best burger in ever, the world, ever. like literally ranked yes. the best burger in the world. And I'll die on that hill. So they opened a small Cheval right next to the bike shop in Old Town that I used to work at. And I remember like they had the sign up, and I'm like, all right, oh, this is so sick. And I went in, and I'm like, no way. This is fine, but like y'all can't have the same name. No, I feel like that happens a lot when you open up satellites. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and, and I, I get it. It was still chain. good, but yeah. you know when they go chain, like best beef sandwich. Mm, this, You're probably going to be a Mr. Beef guy, aren't you? Ah, uh, this little tiny greasy spoon spot at Diversity in Central Park in Logan Square. Could not tell you the name. Okay. We're big Portillo's fans. Yeah. Sure, sure. You know? I and, love Portillo's. Cake we, shake. Got mayonnaise in the cake. That's what makes it so that's good. That's right. And we still get Portillo's because now they opened one in Maryville. Yes. There's but one in Highland now, maybe? I think they're opening one in Highland. I don't know if it's open yet. Oh. It's over by the Whole Foods on but, 41. But again, right, once they go chain, I think they lose a little bit of something. Like Oh, oh yeah, like definitely. Pot sure, sure. was, we'd go there after class, we'd get two. Right with a shake, they put the little cookie on the top. Hell yeah! Remember that? They still do that. Do they? Yeah, and, I love that. And they they were real crispy, but now they got you know the big ones and the, the gluten free ones and all kinds of different styles. I, you know, one of the things we do here, I think we actually do it really well, is we keep it simple. I would much rather do five or six things really really well than do twenty five things kind of half assed. Absolutely, and love I love that's why that. we keep it real small. We keep it real simple. We focus on the quality of the ingredients and, you know, just try to create a great experience. Very good. I'm going to strongly disagree. I don't find anything simple about this at all. (laughs) You have the detail down in these beautiful black diner baskets, and you got the beautiful red and white checkered paper. That checkered paper, like, that's a thing. Your your sides are presented in these chicken pot pie uh, foil tins. That's exactly what these are. These are these are pot pie foil tins. Ooh, yeah, and it's real quick, perfect. Can you hold this down for like a minute and a half? Yeah, I gotta pee. <laughs> yeah. So Larry's gonna take a break right now. And, we're gonna uh, finish our break. Yeah, we're gonna. T- yeah, we're gonna. I already did. And those of you who know me are gonna be surprised at how much bourbon I've had, but I've thoroughly enjoyed it with the way that you presented it, and you know, pairing it with the different. Um, Entrees that we've had, 
but going back to the presentation, I don't think there's anything simple about it. It's it's legitimately very good. It's so great to hear. Yeah, and I, like I said, I've thoroughly enjoyed this episode, and I'm like I said, he's the easy one, and and I'm the picky one, and. Um, other than the barbecue sauce, maybe we can make our own. Maybe you can make a tasty two and nine sauce, and it'd be the Carolina mustard and uh, a dessert, and I would be perfectly, perfectly happy. I tell you what, you work with me on the sauce, and I will add a tasty two one nine sauce. I'm I'm very excited about that. Absolutely will. Our listeners know that I love that uh, Carolina mustard barbecue. Coming sauce. soon to the Peak Honky Tonk Saloon, <laughs> the tasty two one nine sauce. All right, book it. It'll you, be done you, this summer. You heard it here, and I'm looking forward to coming back for the brunch. Absolutely. And the Friday fish fry. And like I said, if if there was a place to stay locally. I, I could see myself being here every Friday or Saturday night. Gina's. There's not enough room at Gina's. I'm just saying, it's an option. Gina literally lives house. at a campground. You, miss, you missed out on the uh, good announcement that Jeremy made. What the fuck? What was it? You uh, missed it in yeah. your pee break. Yeah. I peed, yeah, yeah, I wasn't gone that long. By the end of the summer, we're going to add a third sauce. It's going to be the Tasty 219 sauce. Yo! <laughs> really? <laughs> Tell yeah. me. Heard right here. Yep. Absolutely. Right here. Yep. right here. Hell yeah. Oh, I, we, I missed your hand. Fuck me. I'm sorry. But like, we dude, listen, we dude. listen to our customers. We listen to our critics. And every critic is an opportunity to do something great. Yeah. And they were nitpicky criticisms. <laughs> is it going to be a, a vinegar based something for you? A Carolina mustard sauce. Yes. How stoked are you right now? I'm very stoked. I think we can leave them some of our stickers, and they can put them on those bottles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll maybe, we'll, we'll maybe, design them a new sticker. Maybe even a tasty 219 pork tenderloin. Oh. <laughs> a mustard-crusted tasty 219 tenderloin. We do a, a tasty 219 pickleback shot. We don't, yeah, we don't want to take over your whole restaurant. <laughs> we can have some featured items. It's okay. Dude. This is the coolest thing. So listen, 13 listen. pounds of ribs tonight. We just smoked ribs today, and we just sold out. Wow. Well, that's good last, for y'all. Last, last week, I doubled the rib and brisket production because we sold out last week, too. So if you want smoked meats, you got to get here. You got to come here, man. It's And remember, we're on fast time here. Sure. So it's, it's 8 o'clock here in Madariville. You got to get here before seven to get some smoked meats on Wednesdays. Two for one. Yeah, I get it, man. Such a great deal. If you ride, bring your bike. We're going to do bike night every Wednesday for the summer. We're big sponsors in Thunder Roads, Indiana. Very cool. You know, so we ride to all the Thunder Road stops. Um, We actually, we're actually on the cover of Thunder Roads magazine this month. Wow! Holy shit! Good for y'all. That's cool. I haven't told you that yet. Here it is, right here. That's huge. Oh, they're not kidding. No. We wow. got the cover of Thunder Roads Magazine this month and the centerfold. Is that you? <laughs> no. You're so sweet. <laughs> so it's going to be like, damn. <laughs> She'd look great in that outfit, though. This is awesome. Good for y'all. Yeah. This is so cool. So, again, a motorcycle destination, right, for, for motorcycle enthusiasts and for anybody else who just wants to come out and hang out and have some good eats and... Hang out with some great people. Very cool. Absolutely. I see my buddy Worm and Tiffany came in. You were saying how clean everything was before, how you were surprised. There's a gentleman here. This guy is just 
become family to us, brother and sister. Yeah. Worm and Tiffany. Worm comes in five days a week, and he labors in this joint every day, making sure it's spick and span. Yes, for our listeners, this is an old, old, old building. And when you walk up, you're not you're not thinking that you're going to see the cleanliness that I saw in the back in the stock room. <laughs> I girl. feel like we're going into the spank hamburger portion of the show here. <laughs> now, no spanking. Come on. Yeah, dude, sketchy, man. <laughs> but, yeah, the back room and the kitchen and the storeroom, everything was so clean. You would... You would be shocked. I, I, I was. I, I'm, yeah. I was Worm's going to be happy to hear that. Like, he, every day he comes in here, and, and it's all because of him. Yeah. I, today, he had a duster out. He was dusting, like, the tops of doorways. He, was, he mops and cleans everything. The bathrooms, they don't smell like men's bathrooms. No, men's bathrooms smell terrible, and this one does not? No, it doesn't. You know, and like I said, I, I, I keep saying this, and I don't want to be so repetitive that it sounds fake, but... Go Everybody ahead, that works here, you know, this is what a family does together. Yeah, definitely. You know, they they chip in. If there's ever, if I needed, if I needed something done, all I got to do is ask. I just got to raise a hand. And there's no, there's no shortage of people willing to help us. Yeah, they're, our they're, kitchen, our kitchen. They work so hard. Steph and James work so hard to make all of this. Yeah, it's it's. I, I couldn't ask for anything more. There is nothing that says fake here at all. Mm-mm. Nothing not, at all. Not a thing. Even our little uh even our little small snifters here that we're having our I love those. They're fun. Our bourbon in. We got these down in Mexico. I saw them. I said we need a couple dozen of them for the bar. <laughs> this is what we're gonna do our this is what we're gonna do our tequila flights in tonight we're doing bourbon flights in them. Who cares? I, I love the passion that you have and it's been a pleasure to meet your wife and Thank you for inviting us into your establishment well, and anytime. sharing your Everything about this has been incredibly, incredibly wonderful. I've had a wonderful, wonderful time. Awesome. Thank you guys for coming. I really yeah, appreciate it. Thanks I, for having me. The only Absolutely, other thing man. that I want to end with in my notes that I didn't get to was I love the way that the meats are presented in that foil packet. That's all Stephanie. If you do not eat it all, it's so easy to wrap up and take home. Like it's a, it's a it's a to go thing. It yeah. looks decent on a plate. That's it's, all Steph. It's cheap to do. That's how she like she did it. She put that together. She goes, smart. I want to make sure it's hot. Smart all around. I can't. That, and that listen, that's the dedication. Yeah. Always looking for ways to make yeah. it better. So to all of our listeners, um, as Larry said before, I don't know if we're going to go through our typical evaluation format. We might. It's a perfect for me if you want to know. We might. Um, yeah, Larry's easy typically, and I'm the critical one. But, um, yeah, I don't think we need to do that. We encourage all of our listeners to come out and experience uh, the friendliness, um, the quality of the food. And, um, yeah, we appreciate everything both of you have did to extend your hospitality to us and the show. Yeah, this has been insanely cool. God bless you guys. Thank you. I absolutely love this. Thank you very much. And if you don't have anything else, I think we can wrap up our show. uh, Yeah, I guess from us to y'all, thanks for listening. Please, please, please come out here. 
And uh, that's about all I got. We do have uh, the the company that hosts our merch store. They are having three sales this month, and the first one starts tomorrow. So look for information on our website on how to get a great deal on some of our merch. Do you know what the current promotion is? I think it's twenty percent off. Oh, that's that's pretty huge. From so the ninth uh, to the fourteenth, and, and then, then uh, at the launch season three, we put up a whole bunch of new merch. So. Uh, Go get something. Uh, so yeah. a lot of a lot of the new stuff's real cool. We we got a we got a trucker hat with Grim Reaper eating pizza in a chair. <laughs> As always, we appreciate you listening to us. Come on out and uh, eat at the Peak Honky Tonk Saloon in Madaryville, Indiana, and we'll see you next time on Tasty Two One Nine. All right, take her easy, y'all. <laughs>